Saints, welcome to the Be Well MU podcast, a podcast for Marymount University students. Led by wellness ambassadors and health and well-being staff, we discuss important health and wellness topics with a new guest every Wednesday. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. My name is YY Yuljep, and I am the case manager in the Office of Wellness. I'll be bringing you fast facts in each episode moving forward. Today's topic is how to stand up for yourself. It's important to take care of yourself before helping others because putting yourself first improves your happiness and productivity. And now I'm going to pass it back to our host to learn more about how to stand up for yourself. Today, your host will be rising senior Lexi Farrell and our director of wellness, Karina Guzman. And we will be joined by Ava Gonzalez to discuss advocacy and standing up for yourself. Thanks, Lexi. Today's episode is focused on standing up for yourself, advocating for yourself, and kind of finding your voice. I think sometimes as a student, um, it can be it can be challenging to find your voice or figure out where you want to spend your energy on. You can't take on all the things, but there's certain there are certainly some things that you want to take on. So I'm so excited to share that Ava Gonzalez, one of our Marymount students. Um, is here today um, to kind of talk us through some of the things she does. Yeah, hi everybody. Thanks so much for having me. Um, you could say I do a lot of different things on campus, <laughs> but notably this semester. Um, I'm the president of Full Spectrum. I'm actually co-president with Ruth McEwen. Um, I am the director of the Marymount Actors Guild Show Choir. Um, I am the social media and outreach director for the College Democrats. Um, and I'm also an honor student representative. Thank you so much, Ava, for being here with us. Um, to start us off, tell us all the ways you are, you are involved on or off campus. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know, um, I'm involved in a lot of different student clubs. Um, I'm on a, a couple of different committees as well. You know, uh, I'm on the diversity and inclusion committee. Um, and I'd like to think that I, I, you know, get around quite a bit, that I know a lot of students. And that's pretty important to me that I get to meet new people and talk to new people really frequently. That is so good. So what does it mean to advocate for yourself? That's a good question, isn't it? You know, if we think about advocacy from, from a political or an ideological standpoint, I think that's a little different from advocating for yourself. Um, and the way that I best put it is that when you advocate for yourself, you're putting your own needs and interests first, which is kind of difficult uh, to put into mind because I feel like a lot of us, especially from a religious standpoint, are very much taught to put other people's interests before your own because it's seen as selfless, you know, and you want to be generous and kind. Uh, but there's also nothing wrong with thinking about yourself and what's best for you. And I think that's a major part of advocating for yourself is putting yourself first and thinking about your needs. Yeah, so you're a strong leader on our campus. And I think many of us look up to you. How did you find your voice at MU? At Marymount specifically, it's kind of tricky to say, honestly. Um, I think the first time that I really started being assertive um, was really just kind of having things that bothered me, if that makes sense. You know, it was stuff that, that made me upset or made me angry. And I was like, I need to do something about this. And it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't saying, oh, I'm going to be an advocate. Yes, and I get my name tag. It was mostly just, I mean, frankly, complaining that I had something that I saw was wrong. And I was like, no, I need to go fix that. And you don't even really think about it necessarily when you're doing it, um, which I guess is a good thing. That's so funny. I'm so glad you shared that. Um, I do feel like 
sometimes when people are looking um, to maybe pursue a path in advocacy work or just feeling like they want to change um, the direction that, that, that they're in, maybe like confidence or what they speak up about, um, it feels like, yeah, like this daunting thing, like, how do I start? Where do I go? But I love what you said. You just, you were just annoyed at things where you're like, this needs to change. So that is really funny. And I feel like really relatable. <laughs> Yeah, so Ava, so if someone is shy or they have a hard time speaking up, but they want to, how should they advocate for themselves? I think this is really difficult because I mean, I personally was someone who used to be really, really shy growing up and I have a lot of friends who get anxious and nervous. So like, I, I it's definitely tricky, um, but I think really the base of speaking out and speaking for yourself is knowing what you want if that makes any sense. You can't advocate for what you want without identifying what you need. You know, sure, you may be really nervous or shy or just having a difficulty um, reaching out, but once you identify that main goal of something that bothers you, it's a lot easier to make a plan, if that makes sense, you know, because you can take it in a strategic way. You don't have to be all up in arms and get super passionate and crazy at first, you know, as long as you identify your goal, literally write it down on paper say, this is something that bothers me. This is who I'm going to go talk to. This is exactly what I'm going to say. You know, you can think of it exactly like that. That's a good point. So how can students ask for help confidently? Confidence is kind of a tricky term as well. I feel like all of this is really subjective. You know, you have to find what works for you. Um, asking for help in particular, I think, um, people have difficulty with because there's a lot of anxiety about seeming weak in society, if that makes sense. You don't wanna ask for help because you don't wanna be seen as someone who needs help. You think there's something wrong with being help, with needing help or being someone who needs assistance. And I think that one of the keys to speaking confidently is accepting that there's nothing wrong with needing help. If you need to go to a tutor, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're gonna be a lot more confident in asking for the stuff that you need once you accept that it's okay to need things. Yes, I love that you said that. I also quickly wanted to add, sometimes I feel like people or students or people can be intimidated by the process too or not act as confidently um, because they're scared of, of like an answer that's like no or like that's a shut off kind of thing. So I'm thinking of an example like um, advocating for yourself in, in, in the workplace or in a new job and you're worried that if you ask for that, you, or whatever that thing may be, um, someone might say no. And it's like, no, it's actually, it's not the worst thing that can happen. And it's not as scary. I think as we unpack that, like, why are we so intimidated by that? Um, that can help us in our journey to like map out, like you said earlier, our plan to advocate for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with getting a no as a response. You know, thinking about worst case scenarios, I think is really helpful because say you need help um, with something related to your dorm or there's a student living issue. The worst thing they could say is no, you know, and that's really not so bad. So now we want to cut to a short series of what would Ava do? We are going to share some scenarios and we are going to take notes on how you advocate for yourself in this situation. So the first scenario is, your professor's syllabus says computers are not allowed during lectures, but that's how you best take notes. Due to this, you are falling behind in class. What would Ava do? 
as simple as it sounds, just email them. People get really caught up in a lot of the details that they're like, oh, what would they say? Don't even think about it. Email them directly with what your issue is. Say, hi, professor. I know that computers are not allowed during your lectures as per your syllabus, but I really prefer working on a laptop to take notes. Is there any way you could make an exception? There's nothing wrong with that. And especially to school like Marymount, you know, professors are not the villains. They're not here to hurt you. In fact, they're getting paid to help you learn and they're gonna do everything in their power to help you learn better. Most of the professors that I know are parents. They're, they're good friends, you know, they understand. And a lot of the times those hard and fast rules of things like no computers, no cell phones are really just meant to be guidelines that they're really, they have a lot of wiggle room. Um, so, so in this context, I say just email, just reach out. There are people too, you know. Absolutely, I agree, Ava. So you're at a restaurant and your receipt has two additional dishes that you did not order. What would Ava do? <laughs> this happens to me constantly and all the time, and I don't know why. <laughs> but in this context, you know, um, you can just, just be super polite. You don't have to be crazy. You don't have to be all up in arms. You can just say, hi, excuse me. I did not remember ordering these two dishes. And most of the time, the waiter or waitress is going to say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, it's it's probably just a mistake in the computer system or it's some it's the wrong receipt you know um, a lot of this stuff isn't meant to be malicious I personally I've waited tables for plenty of years and I know for a fact that I definitely overcharged people on tons of occasions so you know just just be kind just be nice and just say hey excuse me you don't have to go crazy um, you can just say hey there's something wrong there's nothing wrong or rude about pointing out a mistake so is there any on campus that can help improve student advocacy skills or any other campus resources you'd like to share? Yeah, there's a lot of different resources on campus, like a lot. Literally just look in the bark. They run a training basically every other week. And it's people who are really passionate about public speaking, uh, who are passionate about a particular advocacy issue who are calling for students and they say, hey, come, we're doing a workshop on speaking up for yourself, or we're doing a workshop on so this topic or that topic. There's a lot of people, you just have to look for them, you know, so obviously offices like the Office of Wellness, Office of Ministry and Spiritual Life, not to plug or anything, <laughs> you know, the Counseling Center, everybody is here to help. Um, and especially don't forget that faculty and staff are here for you too. They love this university. That's why they work here you know, and they're really passionate about helping students, so. And that concludes our podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us. We post a new podcast every Wednesday. Next week, we will be talking about consent and healthy relationships. Be sure to email us to submit any stories or comments related to the topic by emailing us at bewell at marymount.edu.